Hello, 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 and welcome to Candrasations. I am your host, Candra Thomas Bell. Candrasations is a podcast where we dive into authentic and organic conversations with real people about their remarkable life experiences. Our goal is to empower and inspire as we explore the diverse paths of self discovery, healing, and self care that leads to overall wellness. So stay tuned for today's episode. Let's talk about how you show up in your family because we're friends and family members too. That's a that's a double whammy, right? Um, how do you show up in those strong relationships when they want to call with all of the family stuff all the time, and you're you can go there because in your unhealed space we can go there. And we can all this stuff and da, 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 da. but how is it profiting us anything if we continue to do that? So I find myself in this place of listening, sifting it, uh, shaving off the parts, and redirecting. Mm-hmm. Like that's their choice. Thank what they have to do with you? What they what they got to do with you? Why why do that matter to me? They grown. Like I'm saying, because this is the thing that I find myself saying, mm-hmm. you know, well, look, mm-hmm. they know what they was doing. This ain't their first time doing it. Yeah. What do they expect to happen? Mm-hmm. Why do they need to be in their business? Mm-hmm. Her kid's grown. Yeah. Why she trying to run their life? Right. Oh, well, mm-hmm. she got to remember her child is grown. Right. And so I see myself now like um, people can choose their relationship baskets yes, and they can carry them as long as they want to in the forefront or they can leave them on the shelf at home and go out and have some other better feelings so if you want to find yourself in a place of constant anger and always bitter and upset with people you can have that it's just that I don't want to engage with you in that and so my boundary is, hey, I mean, that's how you feel. That's, in the words of Lisa, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> uh, but I don't have to participate in it because I'm in this place of peace in my life that um, I ain't pulling all of that. I don't want that. Because it's like I just don't have that part is heavy. I said, because you just don't have to enter. Like, when you're focused really on your peace, that energy is not welcome. Not in any small amount. Yeah. So, like, what I have found myself doing a lot lately is when, say, for instance, I'm talking to one particular family member, and I'm like, look, I don't care about what they got going on, and I'm changing the subject. Mm-hmm. Because if I even just say that and let you respond, thanks, Kendra. If I say that and let you respond, then you ignore my boundary. Yeah. And and for me, my boundaries are so important because I respect everybody else's boundaries. And nobody can respect your boundaries the way that you respect it. And it, it may look like you're being aggressive or you're being rude, but you just got to take charge of your own life. 
And I'm like you. I protect my peace at any call. Like, even if that's, I need to text you to just say, look, we ain't going to talk today because I'm just not there. The thing about the telephone is you don't have to answer. You don't have to respond. When you release yourself from having an obligation to respond or answer as a part of your boundaries, it's an I mean, amazing you pay for it. You, you. you pay the bill. Thank you. You don't have to answer. You don't have to respond. You. And you don't have to give an explanation. Um, but well, let's just talk about it. We talked about these strong friends, but how do you measure the capacity of what you take in from your weaker friends? In what aspect are we talking weaker friends? Um, the ones that pull on you. Okay. Like, you know, like, you know, you assigned to them. You know what I'm saying? Are they a part of, you know how they say everybody is not your assignment, but some people really are your assignment. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you measure when to redirect? If you want to, if, Without hurting them, because see, if they are codependent or if they are in fragile moments and they already have abandonment issues, how do you redirect those things? I want to say this without sounding really hard. <laughs> I don't think it's going to come out that hard, but. Because I don't put band aids on their feelings even when they hurting. Okay. That you part don't. is not hard. You're right. That part is not hard for me. It's not. You. I don't even know why I asked you that question. Let's take that part out the whole podcast. <laughs> I'm about to keep talking to you about the same thing. Like you grown. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, you know, that square go in that box right there. If you want to keep putting that square in the box with some triangles, guess what? That's your problem, not mine. I done told you already. So yeah, I'm sorry, Kendra. I don't have that problem. Yeah, you don't have a problem. Sorry. Well, wrong, how wrong about you episode. answer that? Wrong person, wrong episode. <laughs> okay. So I had, like, for you, where's your cap? Well, see, I've learned this more recently, what I can handle. Okay. Right? Because people love to say, your clients. How you take on all the clients? It ain't my clients, it's my friends. <laughs> now, I take on their stuff sometimes. But I my clients I don't because they 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 are paying for a service and they want something. So I am engaged, invested in supporting them in this moment of whatever their problem or goals or treatment plan that we're doing. Right? Not a problem. I operating it. It's these friends that you could tell stuff to. They don't do nothing. One year. Look, and I tell my friends, and they gonna hear this. Don't be telling folks that you got no therapist friend and you acting like that, especially me. Cause you making me look bad. You making me look bad. <laughs> and they know that I mean that. Um, but before, when I was so unhealed, it was so easy to say, take on um other people's stuff. I can remember uh uh a guy I was dating. Um, many years ago, I guess it was probably maybe 2007, 8. And he said, You just let everybody dump on you like you a trash can. I was like, No, I don't. But yeah, you do. You know? But 
I didn't realize it in that place. I'm still going through my learning to be a therapist and learning to have boundaries and stuff like that. But my friends meant the world to me. And so if you had something, whether you call me at one o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the morning, I'm answering, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to listen. And I'm going to be there. And I had no boundaries when it came to my friendship relationships. In in the context of me having an intimate relationship with a partner, my friends came first. And so now, the space that I'm in now, I come first and I give out the energy that I have for that day. If I have capacity, I do it. If I don't, I don't. If I don't. And it took a while for me to like not feel bad. Like even though I'm, you know, this barker, I'm still a softie. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but I have got to the point where if I need to, I could tell you yesterday, like, yeah, I'm gonna be there. But if today come and I don't wanna come, guess what? Karen coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you less than 24 hours ago I was gonna be there. But that's because strong friends have always had to show up. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the expectation is they're never going to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I you had to really, you don't really learn. Huh? You don't get to miss out. Yeah. And I had to really, really learn that every time I said yes to somebody, make sure I'm not saying no to myself. Absolutely. And once I learned that, sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's it. And I think as I've been able to make these boundaries and communicate this, it's not a wall. Right. And so when I say, hey, I probably can't do that. It don't sound like it's a good fit, but I'll let you know. However, I have really got really good about if I RSVP for something, I'm going. Um, because in my older age, I realized the value of people and their time and money they spent on an event or something that mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything or either if I can't make at least send a donation or something that will represent what would it have, what you have spent for me to be present and me not be present. Right. So that's a part of my value and ethical system now. Oh, that, that's a good value. Mm-hmm. My value, my ethical system now, so that I don't um I don't violate that for me, not for others, but for me. And so I'm looking at my value systems and I'm looking at my friendship value systems to see how they align. And when they dis when they disconnect it they're not gonna connect in all the areas, but I know when to engage when they are aligned. And when they're not aligned, then I don't align you with things in this group or in that group of my life. And that doesn't mean that we don't have these topics in discussion. It's just I ain't going to overly involve you something where I know your values don't align with it. I was going to say, like, we're not aligned because you're not feeding me anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm hungry. Like, mm-hmm. literally, every day I wake up, I'm hungry. To just be a better person. Mm-hmm. So why do I need to have you in this capacity of my life just to make you feel good that I'm letting you be a part of it? Right. Yeah. 
And I think that's why the word, that's my friend, became so popular, like, over the last five years. Mm -hmm. Everybody is a friend. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when somebody like, hey, friend, and you don't respond like, you know, I'm going to say me, and I don't respond, you know, like, you my friend. You can see when people feel a certain type of way about that. Mm But as a person that literally and truly deeply values friendships, mm-hmm. and I know the importance of the friends that I do have, that's just not something that I, I throw around mm-hmm. because it's the cool thing to say. Right, for so. Well, no, that's why your feelings are always ending up hurting because you have these expectations for these friends when y'all values are north and south. So, yeah. Yeah, because I've been talking about, I've been talking to, to a lot of different clients about this because as women, we generally connect deeper. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if we do deeper than men, but we're going to talk a whole lot more. Let's say that. <laughs> uh, because men connect differently. And I ain't never been a man, so I can't say. <laughs> I know we talk a whole lot more. We got a whole lot of more words to exchange. And so. What I look at is that when these friendship things and we connect with, um, like, let's say I get a friend because that's your friend and me and you and your friend being exchanged or whatever. Right. And we, 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 it's your birthday. I meet your other friends and then I end up, we end up doing a lot of things together. And then, so it becomes kind of sort of my friend. I like to call that an inherited friend. And then there is friends that I've worked together and then we become friends. And then there might be friends that I met um, from childhood that are friends that we are, we grew up in the same neighborhood. You know my mama, I know your mama, blah, 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 right? And then there's friends that you may walk from a spiritual path and they saw you at your broken, ugly, snot nose when yourself and know you better. But the ones that you have mutual connection with that you choose and they choose you unlike the inherited friends you genuinely came in alignment together you wasn't inherited the work that goes on in those relationships to me seems way more significant than inherited friends a lot of times inherited friends may have a level of i don't want to say competition but the friendships are different. They may look at your relationship different, but we're on different planes. And so right. you do the work to keep those things that matter to you. But if it's something inherited to you that you didn't necessarily choose, you just went along to get along and you keep it for 20 years. The hardest part is separating when it no longer serves you because you've just been going along to get along and you haven't done any healing work. When you start doing your healing work, relationships look so different. And so I had one client to say, uh, their partner say, therapy made my relationship break up. No, your person started to heal and saw that they picked you during their trauma and pain and you served them as a relationship through their trauma and pain. And we're going to gossip together. We're going to talk the foolishness together and all that kind of stuff. And then when you start not talking like that and your speech get different, your life get different, then the whole thing looks different. 
Absolutely. And so you have to have room to evolve. And you know, um, I think that's why friendship looks so different as an adult. It's because as you grow and mature, um, I don't kick it with her no more. No, because you always only hanging out when it was time to turn up. Yep. And I had to realize that myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I got no friends. Mm-hmm. What you do? Mm-hmm. The friends that you have now are the ones that matter. Yeah. And this season. Yes. Chapter 20, 2024 of the Book of Candy. Chapter 2024, the Book of Kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Verse 2. Dot 4. I'm going to say, no, chapter yeah. 2. Verse four. Verse four. The podcast on um, check on your strong friends. When really we just really talking about friendship as a whole. I so we can go on and on about this topic, but what I really want to leave with our listeners is look at your values, look at your character, look at how you evolve. And does turning up every Friday night still mean something to you? Does having somebody you can pray with mean something to you? Was is it going shopping? Is it traveling? Whatever. Look at what matters to you in this moment, and look at those friendships to see if they align. You don't have to discard anybody. You just need to shift them to a different position in their life. Like the people that are doing what you're doing and align with your value, they might be on the front row of your life. But the ones that was two seasons ago, they might be on the sixth row. It don't mean you don't check in with them. It don't mean you disregard them. People are not disposable. But they are worthy of being shifted to different places in your life. Before we end, I do have a question for you. Um, okay. How do you know when your strong friend is in need? Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I see that foolishness on social media. So, that's what y'all look like. <laughs> <laughs> like check it with her. Hey, what's up with you? That ain't that ain't even your normal thing. So paying attention and listening when they're not even speaking. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I that that's a big thing. If I see some too many, too many just things that you don't even do. That's just like okay. Comment when you get out of work. And, and my intu- intuition is very strong when I'm deeply connected with, with my friends. I'm like, oh, you fell on my mind. And and then it just come up. So I'm I'm very good about and I I never forget I was going to uh True Divine years ago. And uh Pastor Stephen Huntley used to say that something said you said something said, something told me turn right instead of going this way or something said to do this or something said to do this or call this person something said he said that something said is the holy spirit and so now because of him saying that most of the time when i get a something said i generally stop and do something right then like man life be so busy because if you don't do it right then you're gonna forget Mm -hmm. that's why when they say i'm gonna pray for you you know i love to say i'm a sniper in the prayer room I ain't gonna say I'm gonna pray for you. No, we're gonna do this right now. I'm gonna pray now. And I love you it. Can't say every I'm gonna do it because you heard me. Every single time. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I gotta get ready. You don't have to get ready. I am ready because you said something. 
I was talking to um one of my kids the other day. I talk about my kids way too much. But I was talking to one of them the other day, and uh, we were talking about soulmates. And uh, a staff member walked in and was like, you think such and such my soulmate. But that can't be right. I said, that's, that could be correct. I said, because I have a really good friend, Kendra. I said, that's my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. So, yes, your friends can be your soulmate. And yep. that's generally your strong friend. Oh, you think they don't make friends? Hey, girl. Love you. <laughs> Let's so with the fuzzies. Oh, y'all got some fuzzies from the barker. Woo! Y'all run out the door when you get your fuzzies from your barkers. <laughs> y'all can't. You gotta grab don't and go. Don't be too many of those. <laughs> gotta grab and go. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. And I mean, my, my friendships are deep, deeply rooted. And um, I aim to be a root in the relationships that I'm in. Some stuff just um just leaves, changes the season, but I try to be rooted. Um, especially when I values align very heavily. Um, I want to see everybody that's connected to me win from me yeah. the innate part of my whole soul I want them to win. Yeah. If you're connected to me, my, my deepest desire is that you win in life, win in your emotional health when in your spiritual health and understanding who you are and the power that you are and when in your physical health that your body is always healthy and well-being you know when in your relational health that you have good quality people around you to support you and all of those things um and financially of course um everything attached to me wins and i believe it with my whole heart yeah you know what i get more satisfaction when my people win Yep. Then me actually winning because, gosh, I get to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. Like that is to see somebody feel with so much joy is mm-hmm. the ultimate thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like it just, oh, I got chill bumps. It makes my heart so happy. Mm-hmm. But okay, thanks everybody for listening. Check on your. <laughs> um and. You know, support the ones that you know are assigned to you. And don't be dropping these babies off and they ain't done healing and you got something right. to give them. Don't do that. Right. Um, everybody don't have to sit on your front row from when they get there to eternity. They can go on the balcony. They can go on the sixth row. They can go somewhere else. So those things, friendship is fluid. It can evolve. It can change. And uh, we don't have to be. Um, you know, but uh, with all these walls have boundaries, and if they don't like your boundaries and your values don't match no more, then maybe it's an expiration date on it. Expiration. All right, thank you. It's been a great time at conversation. Fine as always. <laughs> Come back. You here? Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to today's episode. I am signing off. This is your host, Kendra Thomas-Bell. And I'd just like to let you know, if you are in need of therapy, I am a licensed therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. You can reach us at dynamicchangecc.com. If you would like to find another therapist, you can try Therapy for Black Girls as a directory. You can also 
identify clinicians of color as a directory. And if you are looking for a male therapist in the metro Atlanta area, please reach out to Counseling Brothers of Atlanta for your therapy needs. We look forward to helping you through your journey. This is not a substitute for therapy. We wish everyone to have an individual and a collective journey for therapy, healing, and self-discovery. So thank you for listening to Kendra Sations. See you on the next episode.